Hello everyone and welcome back to the Live Big Podcast with me, Ananda Kate. This is a podcast where we learn about how to align with our higher self, reading prayer poetry, ritual, mantra, messages from source through oracle card readings, and aligning those messages with applying that into our life. So grab a tea. We're going to dive into a book called Warrior of the Light. So happy Wednesday, everybody. I hope that you're having a wonderful day so far. Um, Again, this podcast is usually every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, just so that we can be together throughout the week, really moving through any energy that is happening in the um, astrological realms. Um, I just actually want to check what is going on astrologically right now. I'm drinking my iced decaf coffee. So good. Um... So what was happening before, uh, Gemini, sun was in Gemini, moon was in Taurus, okay? So this can provide a little bit of conflict, a little bit of like intensity within your own energetic body because Taurus is really about home. It's about slowing down, eating delicious food, feeling comfortable. That is Taurus energy. Sleep, eat, feel comfortable, you know, feel really, really cozy in your home. And it is also a stubborn energy. It doesn't want to move. It doesn't want to do anything except ground and go inwards. So um, it's also about family. Gemini is more about socializing, getting work done, being a little bit crazy, being a little bit silly. Um, Yeah, just having fun. Um, Also, Gemini has a lot to do with um, philosophies right so thinking a lot about the what ifs um what is it also about i was thinking yesterday it's it's a really um like uneasy energy because when you're dealing with a gemini energy it is a dual energy all the time there's always two energies happening at the same time um it's almost like uh working with the devil and the angel if you kind of connect to that idea of the archetypes um so the dark and the light is is very prominent with the gemini energy um it can either be really really good or really 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 bad if you're thinking in that idea like it's not nothing is good nothing is bad but it's more like really heavy energy really light energy um something really positive something really negative so there's nothing really in between with gemini energy it's very extreme energy back and forth back and forth now what's great about that is that the taurus energy actually grounds that energy a little bit more but taurus energy wants us to move slower gemini energy wants us to think faster so it's kind of like okay you're ready to slow down move like a a turtle think like uh speedy gonzalez right so yeah so i'm gonna actually check what's going on today with the uh, astrological alignment and who i usually check in with is uh deborah silverman you can follow her on instagram and she does always does uh like two or three day 
um, summary of what's going on. And what she's saying today is moon, sun in Gemini, moon in Gemini. So yeah, this is a really, this, this only happens two to four times a year. It's a marker in the sky to say stop. So good luck trying to tell any double Gemini to stop. Um, double air in Gemini is speed and a high-strung nervous system. There can be a feeling of so much going on. You become anxious. Gemini gets nervous because they move faster than everyone else and don't want to get it wrong, but it's Mercury retrograde right now, so you are supposed to get it wrong, right? So if you're feeling overwhelmed, take the time during this new moon to calm your nervous system. Set a prayer that you will learn how to relax. Take a deep breath, take long bath, communicate that you are feeling off or funny. Become conscious of what you are needing to soothe yourself during the time. Um, yeah, so what is the prayer that you're going to put out into the ethers? Um, because that is the job of every new moon. The sky is dark. An eclipse is occurring and um, your prayer will be your new thought process so what do you want to change in your mind I guess is what she's talking about so um, double Gemini yeah is like actually really beautiful but when we're talking about the sun the sun is masculine energy and the moon is a feminine energy right so that's this is why I can create a lot of intensity with Gemini because if we have a masculine energy in Gemini, it means that we really want to be social outside. We want to be thinking a lot. We want to be doing a lot. Like Gemini energy is creating energy. It's a beautiful energy because it is all about creation. Um, but it's also a dual sign. It can be very schizophrenic. It can be back and forth, back and forth a lot of the time. So if we have that feminine energy happening a lot as well in Gemini, all that energy, all that's doing is, is intensifying the energy of Gemini. So we are deep in the air sign of Gemini right now. And so if you have any um, alignments in your natal chart right now that is in Gemini, that's going to be very powerful for you if you know anything about your natal chart. So I'm a Gemini rising. Um, so what that means is that I show up as a Gemini. People perceive me as a Gemini. <laughs> so I can be very intense. I can be one thing one day and another thing the other day, which is very true of me, uh, about me. I can really be really spiritual, really light, really feminine, feminine one um, moment. I can be very soft, very gentle, very positive. And then the next moment be very... Um, in my business, marketing, Virgo, <laughs> detail-oriented, heavy energy. So I can be, I can show up a lot as one or the other, and it can confuse quite a lot of people. Now, that's why the sign of Gemini comes off as very mysterious, and people can see you as like, not really understanding you and that's why they are very drawn to Gemini energy um, especially because it comes off as like a, a little bit aloof and not uh, really needing a lot of recognition or needing a lot of attention um, that's what I really like about Gemini energy is that it's even though it's an air sign it's very grounded in that energy of I don't need people to understand me. I don't need people to recognize me. I know who I am. I know what I think. 
I know what my philosophies are. I stay curious and open to those philosophies, but I am the philosopher, right? It's like Gemini is I am the philosopher energy. It's very much I know what I think, I know what I feel, and I will keep philosophizing what I the ideas that I believe in. And the Gemini energy lives within the body. It's like that guttural instinct of the solar plexus. So right now we are living deep in the solar plexus energy of creation, bringing our dreams to life. But the Gemini energy is great because it's all about knowing what your dreams are, getting really clear about what they are and moving forward with that. We cannot manifest anything if we are not very, very clear about what it is we want. And Gemini energy is really great for pulling that in and harnessing it. So what I would recommend for this new moon is really, really getting clear about what it is you want in your life, in your career, in your love life, in your uh, personal life, uh, in your um, family life, uh, whatever it is, your home life, your career, right? So um, really fine tuning what that is and putting that into the prayer for you because that's going to be your mindset moving forward in this next lunar cycle and again this only happens two to four times a year so this is a really prominent time to really get clear about what you what your philosophy is about life and maybe it's not about creating something for you right now but maybe it's about harnessing about harnessing what you feel about yourself and how you want your life to reflect that back to you So it'd be really great to kind of like get clear about that. Writing is a great tool to be able to think methodically about that. And make no mistake, just because Gemini is an air sign does not mean it's not a methodical sign. It is a very methodical sign. It's rooted in science and philosophy. It's an air sign. So even though, yes, it's it's grounded, it has this scientific energy, it's a philosophy sign. So it can think outside the box whereas like a Taurus energy or a Virgo energy or Capricorn energy is going to be very much like thinking within the lines of the box (laughs) because it's very grounded and it's a humanized sign whereas this Gemini energy is not a humanized sign even though it takes into account science facts evidence it still is open to the philosophy of the what if it is the what if sign that's what i like to call it what if this what if that so think outside the box for yourself what is a life beyond what your wildest dreams could perceive for you right now all right so let's move on (laughs) i moved really quick and my dog got up okay moving on so today we are in the book it's called warrior of the light a manual by paulo coelho coelho and this is the author of the bestseller the alchemist which is also a wonderful book that i have read and many 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 people have read as well today we are on page 76 and the message is the warrior of the light has the sword in his hands He is the one who decides what he will do and what he will never do. 
There are moments when life leads him into a crisis and he is separated from things he has always loved. It is then that the warrior reflects. He checks if he is fulfilling God's will or if he is merely acting selfishly. If this separation is really part of his path, then he accepts it without complaint. If, however, such a separation was provoked by someone else's perverse actions, then he is implacable in his response. The warrior possesses both force and forgiveness. He can use both with equal skill. So this message is really about decisions and choices, right, of every single day, knowing that we have this power to choose. We have the sword in our hands, and we are the one who decides what we will do and what we will never do. So again, this is getting more in tune and in alignment with what do you stand for in your life? What are your morals? What are your values? That's how you're going to start to set boundaries, really clear boundaries in your life. Because boundaries don't come from this sense of needing protection. They don't come from a place of fear. Boundaries come from a place of ultimate knowing within what is right, what is wrong for me, what is in alignment for me. And so there are going to be moments in life that lead you to a crisis and that where you are separated from things that you have always loved. And then it is your turn to reflect, right? So sometimes when we create boundaries, we uh, create this expectation, which is sometimes important where there are going to be people that we love in our life or things that we love in our life that we used to do that are no longer in alignment for us because we we know more about who we are and we know more about what our boundaries are and so sometimes when we most of the time when we awaken to these truths about ourselves, we will lose people, we will lose friends, we will lose lovers, we will lose jobs, we will lose things that are no more, no longer in alignment for us. And it is our job then to reflect upon that and to check if this is truly in alignment in fulfilling God's will for us or if we are just merely acting selfishly. So there's always that line that we always have to keep going back to and honoring within like does this boundary is this boundary truly in alignment with my values and my morals and this is why it's really important during this new moon time to reflect and get in alignment with what is truly uh truly what you believe in right and so What we believe in is what we know to be true within ourselves, right? So for now, right? Because we keep changing. We're going to keep changing. We're going to keep evolving throughout our life. What is true now might not be true five years from now for us, but we have to honor what is true for us right now. 
And if we keep bowing and bending to what other people's will is for us, then we will not ever be able to step into our authentic truth, our authentic self. And this is what we call self-realization. When we become, when we can have self-realization, we know exactly what we stand for, what our opinions are about things, where we stand on certain situations, certain experiences, uh, what we like to eat, what we like to do, what we don't like to do, what we don't like to eat, what we don't want to eat, maybe for ethical reasons, what we don't do in our life for ethical reasons or for health reasons or reasons for our family, our children, what we stick up for in our life. And that is walking the in the light of the warrior, is knowing what is ethically true and in alignment for ourselves. And every time we step away from that, we are blurring the boundaries of our authentic self. And we are not able to have self-realization let alone step into the space of self-actualization which is a completely different path to walk because the first step is self-realization which i talk a, a lot about in other episodes of the podcast is we need to have a really really clear understanding of who we are what we're doing in our life that is not in alignment with what we want to be what our higher self wants to be for us and um, ultimately uh, aligning ourselves with that self-actualization and this is what this is kind of talking about is that when you get really clear about who you are what you stand for um, then it's inevitable for you to come into that self-actualization because you're so clear on it you're not going to be doing any other actions that are in conflict with that self-realization you're going to start to walk the talk ultimately so but you have to become very clear on what that is if you're not clear about that how do you expect to have self-actualization um and so the reflection upon when we become clear on our boundaries who remains and who leaves right and also being okay with the fact that some people might have to leave (laughs) when we have our boundaries up because And I'm not talking about walls. I'm not talking about closing yourself in away from people. I'm talking about having really loving, clear boundaries that helps you to be in alignment with your higher self. That's what I'm talking about. And that ultimately shows your higher self that you respect yourself, you love yourself, and you are willing to do the things that nourish your soul to help elevate you and be a better person in this life not just for you but for your family and for the collective community as a whole and so when those people that don't respect our boundaries um are upset with us over having those new boundaries you know they say oh you've changed you've done this what's wrong with you it's because (laughs) i love my own uh, imitations um (laughs) it's because those are the people that were benefiting off of you when you had no boundaries at all okay it was serving them that you didn't have those boundaries and now they're upset that they can't benefit off of you they are upset and it's uncomfortable for them and they don't like it and they will most likely be removed from your life because those are people that are no longer in alignment for you and so 
Um, If this separation is really a part of your path, then you accept it without complaint. That's what it's saying. So if, however, such a separation is provoked by someone else's perverse actions, like they are, like, this is interesting. Then he is implicable in his response. Okay, so um, this line is interesting to me because... uh, I don't really agree with it, but as such a separation was provoked by someone else's perverse actions, it's more so that that person has to go through their own journey and you can sit back and be forgiving of that, right? So um, it's not necessarily that a separation would happen or be provoked by someone else's perverse actions. It would just be more so that you are still in your boundaries that you have these loving boundaries for yourself that help you be healthy in your lifestyle, help you to be really, like stand up for your family, stand up for yourself and your lifestyle that you have. And if somebody is in, an, in alignment with that and they've done something that has really shown you that they're not in alignment with that, sometimes we, we have to set those boundaries very firm with them, right? And But we can also be very forgiving and very um loving in the same sense we don't need to set these boundaries with a sense of aggression or like um you're like making somebody else the enemy or something like that that's not what this is about it's really about just saying hey like i think you have some work to do i think that you're on your own journey i'm on my own journey and we're just not on the same path right now you know what maybe in the future we will be we will be but i think that both of us just need to be on our own path right now doing our own thing and that we both have some inner work to do or you have some inner work to do or whatever it is right and that what the way that you're living your life is just not in alignment with the way that I'm living my life and that's okay that's fine like I don't have any uh, you know malice towards you or or hate or anything like that I honor where you're at you're at in your life but it's just not in alignment with where I'm at and you can say that in a really loving way where you can still you can even say i'm still here here for you you know if you need somebody to talk to i'm here for you but honestly right now it's just not a time where i can hang out with you or be really close with you so learning how to come from that place of satya which is the yoga sutra of setting boundaries communicating your truth but coming from a place of ahimsa a place of love and connecting the two The warrior possesses both force and forgiveness. He can use both with equal skill. Right? So there's a lot to this message if we can actually have, you know, we can be the lion, the lioness energy in our life and stick up for what we believe in, protect our health, um, be in a space of respect for ourselves and what we know to be true and in alignment for ourselves with this sense of force but coming from a place of forgiveness as well and compassion that is the most um the, that that is the strongest place to be coming from not from a place of aggression not from a place of you're the enemy and i'm right and you're wrong but from a place of we're just in different places in our life we're, we're in different energies we're in different frequencies I'm on this path, you're on that path, 
It doesn't seem to be lining up right now. I wish you peace. I wish you all the joy in the world upon your path. And I wish you um, a lot of wisdom upon the path that you're on because it's clear to me that you are on a different path that is going to teach you a lot of things. But I am on a path right now or further along the path where I have realized things about my life that uh, I need to stay true to ultimately and all that means for you is that you're stepping into that place of self-actualization and a lot of people don't get there I mean that's just, just the truth of that a lot of people don't get there because they're not willing to look at the things about their life that they're doing that aren't of the greatest good for everyone involved right they're not willing to be self-realized and look at the things that they're doing that aren't aren't necessarily in alignment that the things that are hurting the people in their life that are are going against their own soul they're not respecting themselves they're not loving themselves they're not nourishing themselves therefore they can't show up for their families they can't show up for their friends they can't be a part of the community they can't contribute in a real way to the community and be their authentic self because they're not being true to themselves so a lot of people are just not willing to to go there in their life but i believe that in our generation that most people will get there i actually do believe that people in our generation there's a huge conscious shift happening right now and if they are willing to go to that place of being self-realized that they will eventually be self-actualized but this is what this message is 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 uh, telling us today is to fine-tune exactly what what moon and gemini and sun and gemini is also asking us to do in this new moon time is to become self-realized and get really really clear and reflect and evaluate upon what is it i believe in what is it that i stand for in many many different facets and areas of my life and then how uh, is that contributing to like what am i doing in my life that is in alignment with how i feel that is in alignment with how i uh, how my higher self uh portrays me right and uh, the last message is is that your higher self doesn't come from your mind it doesn't come from this place of like well I should do this and I should do that and if I was a really great person I would do this <laughs> you know it's like I would act this way or I would act that way the higher self is an archetype essence that comes to us through meditation right and it sh- it it lives within the heart and it lives within our solar plexus and our sacral so when we can connect to our dream space our passion space our our place where we feel inspired right it comes from an energy of inspiration not expectation so let's dive into that place of what makes us feel really good about ourselves really nourished really creative really fun where our inner child can shine and ultimately that is what nourishes our heart space and allows us to embody our higher self so try not to think about what i should be like or anything like that 
This is coming from a place of inspiration, not expectation. And not what other people think you should be, right? So let's dive into the place that is truly authentic for you. And I wish that for you today and through this new moon energy, which is going to be very powerful for us as we are in that new moon Gemini, which is really powerful. Let me know how this serves you. Please feel free to reach out to me um, and uh, I will be in touch with you on uh, Friday of this week as we move through this energy together and I'm actually going to drop into a little bit of a new moon ritual with you on Friday so be sure to come back for that. Peace and love my friends. I love you all. Namaste.